Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. Welcome back, campers. It is me, Alex Tobin, your camp counselor, and I am with uh, Dingle McGringleberry. Um, Hingle McGringleberry. Mc- Maybe I'm doing my own thing. AKA David Stokes. What's up? Stokes. I just realized I got a question for you. What? You just realized you had a question for me? Yeah. Well, um, welcome to Camp Strange, first off. And then I yeah. guess just tell me, give me your question. Well, so, I mean, wh- what episode are we on now? What, uh, who knows? Yeah. We're out here. What I don't know what all the so- sound bites are in our intro. I know oh, you... I know there's Toy Story, I know there's Doctor Strange, but I was just like I was thinking I was like I don't know what like any of these are actually because <laughs> I made that okay. Um, the first one is Michael Scott being like that's weird. You're weirding me out. That's so weird. What part is that from? It's um, Jim goes in and like says something to him. I can't remember off the top of my head, but okay. Jim, Jim says something to him and and he goes, uh, "That's like and like he's clearly caught and he's like that's weird." Oh man, that's that's weirding me out right now. And I always, I always, so I, it could it be like maybe like one where like he's like being cheap or something, and he's kind of like bringing it to his attention. Like, wait a second, like this doesn't really add up. And he's like, oh, that's weird. Like, I is think, it that? I think it's something about like Michael did something, and and he did something like bad, and like ah, I'm creaking over here. He did something bad, and I don't know. Fuck it. Like, I I'm a big Office fan, and I cannot remember off the top of my head yeah, like he's what a, he, he did. He's he, he's getting he, all flustered over here. You can't think of it because he's like the biggest Office fan. I either. know. I'm, I'm, I did know it for a while, and now I just like kind of like that. But the obviously Doctor Strange is in it. Yeah. Um, Toy Story. Toy Story. Buzz Lightyear. And then one of them uh, when he's like, "This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy." That's Steve from Stranger Things. Okay. Um, I think that's when, like, you know, shit starts going weird in yeah, sure. the first season. And then another one is the fat guy from 21 Jump Street where they uh, where they ride up on the bikes. Jonah Hill? No, 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 no. The, the fat guy with the beard, it's like they're in the park and they're chasing. The motorcycle sh- guy. Yeah, and he's okay. like, and he says something. He's like, that's weird, man, or something like that. He's like, was that weird? He's like, that's weird. Oh, I think it's when he says he's going he's gonna to beat his dick off. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then <laughs> such a good movie. Yeah, and then oh, and then the other one is uh, uh, Goldmember. Isn't that Zvid? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the Austin Power movies was like uh, one was enough. I don't. I don't need to. Oh, watch. I loved them all. They're so good. No, not no. I mean, like one watch, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to watch that movie again. You need to stop moving in that seat. I'm boy. trying to fix this, and it's not. I make you fixing. sit on that microwave that you have in your living ah, room for some okay. reason. There we go. And we're settled. <laughs> Don't talk about my microwave in my living room. There's not enough counter space, and it's just storing there. Kyle plugged it in. I did it not is a big microwave. It looks weird plugged in. If it wasn't plugged in, that's one thing that I don't like. I so I'm very prideful of the fact that as long as I've lived in LA, I haven't owned a microwave, and uh, I'm very prideful of that for no apparent reason. Well, we didn't own a microwave for two years, yeah. and then it just I, it just it just leads to bad and unhealthy eating habits. Well, then I got really sick for like that week. Remember, so you're like, I need some I need some nuclear uh, power in me. No, I was like, I, okay, so I got shingles, which is a weird disease to get. I guess it's but it's, who else would get it? I'll explain. I'll explain what shingles is really quick. Basically, actually, shingles is the reason that this podcast started up. I have to say, so shingles is basically like chicken pox, except. 
basically when you get chicken pox chicken pox is a virus and when you get it in your body the mm-hmm. virus always lays dormant in your system even when like it's gone it's kind of like if you get a wart on your hand or something like that like the wart virus stays in your system the entire time and then it can come back and go away but so i got chicken pox when i was really young and so and then a thing they always say you can't get chicken pox twice yeah i've never but, had it yeah but the thing is there's a, another disease attached to that virus that's like a joint thing, and it's shingles. And you only get shingles if you've had chicken pox before. Uh, Why can't they just call it turkey pox or something? You would think it would call that. But it's it's basically if you get really stressed out or you get have like a really low immune system. So I think I had both at the time. And I ended up – I thought – I was like, man, my like – it really hurts and like it, it basically you just get these kind of like blotchy kind of like chicken pox looking things and it attacks your nervous system so you get like sharp shooting pains to like different parts of your body and mine was like in my ear and it hurt like a son of a bitch but you only get it on one side of your body isn't that weird that's interesting it only affects one side of your body and the reason that this podcast started because of that is because i was home for 10 days because it's it's highly contagious if you have not had chicken pox. Okay. If you had chicken yeah. pox and I go up to you and I touch you with or whatever, you won't get shingles. Which is great that I came over to record our episode because I've never had chicken pox. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was – yeah, but you're fine. I was – I, I was. Get, I don't get sick as I have like a cold right I wasn't, now. But yeah, no, I never get sick. I wasn't infe- – you're only in like infectious for like three days or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it was it was totally fine. But it's, it's such a weird thing. It just – I basically just – Took a bunch of pain pills. Oh, you got stir crazy as fuck because I remember we're like we're like, oh yeah, this might be an idea. We can do like a podcast, and before we even like record an episode, we had like a store. We had like <laughs> I built a website. A I website. built a store. I built a logo. I made the theme song. I built the, I did you the trailer. Bought, you bought art. I commissioned bought... <laughs> art. I remember he goes, he goes, oh, like I'm thinking about like this artist and this artist. Like I think about doing. So. I'm like, hey, uh, maybe we should just like record an episode before we commission art and you're like, yeah no that's a good idea that's a good idea and then like not even like seven hours later like so this is the art i commissioned so... and you need to venmo me money because i paid for it <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole well, i mean the art did turn out great so i'm not complaining but it yeah. was i should have yeah. ran that by some at least you at least the other person well, you, involved you, in this venture you kind of ran it by me and i said something you're you like, didn't yeah. want to hear and so you just decided to do what you wanted to do yeah because you gotta get the ball rolling you know but uh yeah overall i'm i'm it's weird to say but i'm glad i got shingles and uh i hope you get them again it sucked it really sucked at the time but who knows what will come out of the next round you know what sucks every time i said i had shingles like all my buddies back home and i think you guys were like at least my buddies back home they're just like oh you have uh you have scabies and I was like, no, I don't have scabies. And they're like, is it scabies or scabby? Scabby? Scabies? Yeah, scabies. scabies are like scabies? bugs scabies. or something. And I was like, no, I don't. Are I, they? I think they're like. No, no, no. I thought scabies was like when you don't have enough, um, like, it's like the, a deficiency that's scurvy. of scurvy. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking you were saying. Scurvy is when you don't have enough, uh, like, lime, like citrus or some bullshit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's like, how you pi- get Pirates get it, you know. Yeah. Pirates but, still get it to this day. Yeah, scabies are, it's a, it's a burrowing mite in your skin. That's so fucking disgusting. I'm sorry if you've had scabies before. but is that they, like ringworm? So, no, they're like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, but it's, they basically told everybody that I had scabies, and then, and then that morphed into I had scarabs. <laughs> you fucking you're like that like, little fat guy in the mummy uh, in the mummy when he gets overran by that wave of scarabs and they're going through his skin exactly so like oh back, man that's a great part of so the my buddies would call me up and be like hey here you have scarabs i'm like <laughs> they're just kind of fucking with me but yeah, i've like, been to egypt lately no, no ancient egypt no 
but um yeah so that that was that was the lore behind the the starting of this podcast so when you get really stir crazy and you have nothing to do and you can't talk to people well then, you know just you think start about podcasts it, you know, the um if you ever get um the old roofing tiles you might uh you might start something good yeah so there's always a silver lining you know so, it can always be worse. Yeah. I mean, sk- let's just say this. I almost said scabies sucked. Shingles did suck. It sucked really bad. Like, I just basically was on Tylenol. I took, like, six Tylenol all day, or Advil, yeah. and it just you had to wait it out. It was hard, man. I had to pretend like I cared, and it sucked. <laughs> so nice of you. <laughs> um, but... Yeah. Okay, now you're moving stuff, okay? Yeah, I am. So... We just really jumped on in. So, I'm I'm glad I got sick that time. So I was reading on the Huffington Post, like, weird news that... Is that uh, where you get your weird news? No, well, I just Googled weird the news. The Huffington Paint no. news? <laughs> so apparently this guy from Florida... It's always uh, it's always Florida. It's, it's, either, it's always Floridians, even when they're not in Florida. So this guy from Florida... Floridians? Is that really what it is? I'm guessing. Well, fluorides... Isn't that what gives you... Fluorides are on the water. Oh, that's... Uh, Chloridians. Chloridians. Yeah. Floridians, Chloridians. Chloridians, is it? Yeah, I think it's Chloridians. It's something close to that. I'll Clitorians? Think it's not that. <laughs> George Lucas is like, mm-hmm. sneak that in there. They'll never catch it. Never get it. Oh, midichlorians. Midichlorians, that's what it is. Yeah, that's then what it is. Then what is Clitorians? Stop, man. Okay, so so this guy in Florida, he went to Switzerland, and he thought it would be a good idea to uh, hang glide because Switzerland's beautiful. And could, they... he, could he find his Mountain Dew in, in Switzerland? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, you're... oh, don't talk down to Floridians. I know, I'm joking. I'm met, I've met good people from Florida, but for whatever reason, all the weird news stories come from there. But this guy, Chris uh, Gursky, he went and he was like, you know, I'm just going to hang glide. I think it'd be fun. He went with his wife. And uh, while he was hooking up to the hang glider, they uh, they thought, okay, let's start taking off. And they took off and started flying off the mountain. And then he realized he was not hooked in. The guy, because he he was uh, he was flying on the back of another guy. You know, they always like a skydiver. Okay. Unless you're like an experienced skydiver and an experienced hang glider, you go with somebody attached to you. I did not know that. So do you, do you do that? Like, uh, you have to get a certain number of hours you, before you, you can go solo. Do you stack on like a flapjack, or do you sit next to each other? Um, you're kind of like flapjacking it. Where like okay. the, the guy's in front, and you're kind of like on his back, or maybe like a little Fuck bit to yeah. the side. Sign me up. And uh, this this guy did not. Uh, lock Chris in, and for okay. Well, hold on another timeout. He did not click. He did not connect him to his guide or the shuttle. It looks like he's. Shuttle. It looks like he's wearing. Uh, he's probably supposed to be connected to both. I, I'm guessing the shuttle over the guy, just in case the guy falls out. But he was probably connected to both. But he was not connected to either, and it it was the guy flying its fault. And because he looks like he's wearing the harness, he's just not hooked up. I think he just didn't hook like the carabiner or whatever you hook onto the I mean that's thing. an easy part to forget. So for two minutes and fourteen seconds he hung in the air. Oh sorry, creature. share. Uh he hung in the air because he they couldn't find another safe spot to land. So for two minutes and fourteen seconds he was hanging off one hand on the uh the hang glider and the other one grabbing the guy's pant leg. Just dangling there over I could do that. Like hundreds of feet in the air 
And uh, when he got close to the ground, though, after two minutes and 14 seconds, he dropped um, from, I don't know, it looked like probably like 10 feet up. Are you watching a video? There is a video, but but no, I'm not watching the video. I've seen the video. And he he dropped from like 10, 12 feet, and he broke his wrist and tore some... uh, tore some bicep tendons and stuff but i mean he got to at that point because oh, if, he, if tore you don't... The, he tore the bicep tendons from hanging in the air oh for sure but if you don't walk away with an injury it's gonna be a little harder to get that lawsuit money so yeah he's not even he said he's not even mad at the guy he's like he's like the guy he's i like, understand he said the pilot made a critical error but he's not like he's like they're like are you mad and he's like i'm i'm past that phase well, like, he's probably just happy to be alive he said yeah he said he did all he can do and more and he's a good guy so like He's just a good guy who forgets to hook people into uh, harnesses. That's, that as much as I want to slam dunk on that guy, that's the same fucking thing I would do. I I would feel I like I don't know if like I could ever honestly just be like, oh, someone like did something wrong. Like I want to sue the shit out of you. Like I feel like I just get over things way too. You easily. would you would feel you would feel that anger and resentment as you as you fell to the ground. I think, but since you're alive, I think you I'd don't be too. I think it. I'd be too concentrated on like, you know live it surviving it it's, living through it especially if it's a big company like a big hang gliding company i would yeah. sue the company oh uh, yeah 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 not if, the guy because that guy's getting fired regardless like you know you that, they're not going to let him do that again but if it's like a guy should start a if it's a guy's single like sole proprietary proprietary thing yeah i'm not going to go after him and be like i'm going to yeah. ruin your life and take all your like hey man i got a good story out of it yeah. Oh, but I would make them pay for my hospital bills for sure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's one thing I wouldn't do. Yeah, but, no, for sure. But he survived, and I would. He says he wants to do it again. I think the more impressive thing from my like the way I'm looking at it is so like if he's if he's a pancake on top of him, you know, flapjack. He's not strapped in. Like I'm just. I guess I'm. I'm confused on how that works. That like they don't because you don't start from up. They're not a super. They're not supermaning. They're 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 hanging from like here. I'll show you this picture really quick. That's what it looks like. They're like hanging on like like in these harnesses. Okay, you know what? I don't I don't think they're flapjacking. Then I think they were next to each other. Well, either because in, if they're flapjacking, he's he, they're that, like you can't really yeah start. probably next to each other then. And so then. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter because immediately. even if you're laying on top of the guy, like you, he, your body starts to go upright. You're not on like a flat surface. Like you start to come up and you're gonna fall. Like, well, what, all what I'm, all what I was just trying to say was like I find it impressive that he was able to react and like realize like oh fuck I'm not strapped in I need to grab on something right now. I wonder if it was like he grabbed his leg and swung and then grabbed the bar like oh no I saw the video he 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 gets off the ground and he slowly starts like kind of fall off the guy and like he's grabbing onto the pole like anybody would do like even if you're on like a roller coaster you're still grabbing onto the harnesses you're like just in case and that just in case actually happened my hands are up the whole time and i he slowly like started falling down and down and down and like okay. but he he was like i think he was grabbing different stuff and he kept moving his hands around but like damn I don't know. I feel like if I was in that position, I would have checked those. Uh, I would well, you, check those you carabiners. Trust, you trust them. You know what I mean. I don't like, trust anyone. You don't know what you're looking at for mechanisms. You go, okay, this guy obviously like I'm flying with him. He. I couldn't imagine it's in. too different from like rock climbing gear. It's probably way different from rock climbing gear. I don't think so. Yeah, it's a hang glider. That's not the same thing at all. Oh wait, we're talking about hang gliding, not rock climbing. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe the straps and stuff, but overall, I don't know, man. That sucks. More but it's cool. He's he, he's alive. He's alive, and he's he's going back to Florida. So yeah, 
Oh, hey, I think that's all the news I had for you. This, that's it? Yeah. That's good enough for me, man. You right. want to do a double backflip dive into the pool? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to jump into my story first. Yeah. Okay. So today I'm going to be telling you about, Do you, are you familiar with the Ottoman Empire? Um. Oh, like Transformers? Those are Autobots. Oh. So the Ottoman Empire was a dynasty that ruled over modern Turkey, the Balkans, and most of North Africa and the Middle East from 1299 to 1923. Sounds so. like a, a good price for a, a nice meal. 1299. <laughs> you fucking idiot. So <laughs> um so I, I think many people understand that that the Ottoman Empire was one of the be- the the biggest empires to um maybe the only one that um you know I can't think of the word. To to surpass that is uh, Julius Caesar, the Roman Empire, when he was in his heyday. You know he. Yeah. You I know mean, you know you know Julius Caesar was Jesus. Okay, that's controversial. <laughs> my, so my mom went on like a good like two year tangent about how that was. She read a book and she was convinced. There's a lot of books out there with a lot of theories. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I, I'm not I'm not one to knock them. You know, but I just doesn't seem very. Huh. So um. I, today I'm going to be talking about not just the Ottoman Empire, but their execution methods because they were Ooh. they were known as a very very violent empire. You know, like they, they, they like to crack people up like a coconut. Exactly. <laughs> Drink I, the milk. So, um, so the Ottomans were were never known for their mercy throughout history. Uh, in a place called uh, Top 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 Capi. Palace, Topkapi, Topkapi, Topkapi. Um, that's where the sultans resided. The sultans were like, you know, the highest royalty and stuff like that. Yeah, they, yeah. they ruled over. Um, they would reside at Top Topkapi, <clears throat> and uh, as you walked up, you could see spikes where uh, there were uh, severed heads of the recently executed criminals lining the walkway. Like, I feel like you can say that over and over again and be like, yeah, this was a thing, but you actually have to like really think about like how insane that actually like just take them in to think like they would just put people's heads on spikes it's such a power move i mean like vlad vlad the impaler was like very known for that he would just do your whole body shish kebab but like he'd also do like the heads and stuff like that that's just so insane and it's just a power move to be like this is who you're messing with like i i kill people and i i I'm Make an like example out of desecrate them. Desecrate your body. So put on display. But the fo- the focal point wasn't actually the heads of the criminals um, on the sides of the walkways. It w- the focal point was a uh, a pair of example stones, quote unquote example stones, positioned directly outside the central gate. These stones were actually marble pillars on which they placed the severed heads of notables that had that had somehow offended the sultan. And they were stuffed with cotton if they had been a high official or straw if they had been a lesser man. And they can double as a dog toy. Yeah, I mean, or a lazy boy at this point. If yeah. you have the cotton, lazy boy, lazy yeah. head. Okay. So uh, it's just so weird that, like, you know, like, the people who are just like, yeah, like, they were known so in the stuff- community. They're or- stuffing the heads with cotton and yeah hair. it's kind How of that did they take the skull out like i no, feel like there's not a lot of breathing room i think that they it was more of like a um at the at the where the neck wound is open you know what i mean like they, okay. they put cotton up in there so it stopped bleeding as much or that did, makes sense or it's, it's kind of like a 
They could also use kitty litter if they had it because yeah. that is very absorbent. Rice. So, yeah, rice. Rice is good too. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just more of a what they had at the moment. Yeah. So, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Sometimes you got to work with what you got. Yeah. So, uh, so that was on the marble column. Um, also, as a reminder of the sporadic max, mass executions ordered by the sultans, um, there were occasional piles uh, at the central gate as well of severed noses, ears, and tongues. So he was just really trying to be like, no hey, eyeballs? I kill people. Yeah. But no um, eyeballs. Eyeballs are harder to no get out. Genitalia. I think eyeballs are harder to get out, and I don't know about the genitalia. He, he I feel w- like fingers would be a good one too, because we all, most of us got well, ten then, of them. Then just put the whole fucking body outside. Well, I, I'm just saying, if you're gonna be piling up ears, noses, and tongues, like maybe he was trying to feed the wildlife in the area. It's possible, but I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm gonna be making human pile body parts, like I would use fingers because most, I mean that's that's tied with toes for the most body parts people well good get. thing you aren't in the ottoman empire because they would have killed you in two seconds because you no. were you just went against the sultan he's no it sounds like i would be right he's all tongues shit. he's all ears he's all noses but the thing is like when they find a body in the wilderness usually the nose the tongue and the eyes are all gone because that's the that's the softest parts that the, like, the animals can eat and the whatnot. cartridge yeah Car- what the fuck are you talking about the cartridge not cartridge the uh, cartilage yeah oh Sorry. yeah okay <laughs> I was like, they're about, their body's not jewels, man. Sounds Come like on. I need to trim my tongue up. So yeah, I'm about to fucking cut your tongue out. So uh, capital punishment was so common in the Ottoman Empire that there was actually a fountain of execution in the first court where the chief executioner and his assistant went to wash their hands after decapitating their victims. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I mean, just to have a fountain, be like, wash your hands in the execution fountain. So, But the fountain was uh, the most feared symbol of the uh, arbitrary power of life and death of the sultans over their subjects and was hated and feared accordingly. It was used with particular frequency during the reign of Selim the Grim, who in a reign of eight short years went through seven chief ministers and ordered three 30,000 executions. So that guy was just like... So you said in eight years he went through seven people at that position? He went through seven of like his of his like right-hand men, basically. And in then, eight years? In eight years. So that's, you know, basically one per year. When Almost, you, yeah. When you're at the like five, six, and seven, like how are you going for that job? Just don't take the job. Why are you like, you know what? I'm going to be the one that makes the difference. Especially by like the seventh one, like... Well, he probably he probably like it's the same thing as when you go and talk to somebody, you're like, oh man, they suck. Like, uh, don't they suck? And you're like, yeah, they suck. Like, you want to be friends because that person sucks. It's like a mutual hatred. Like, we yeah. both hate this guy that we just wait. Killed. Was he killing him? After? Yes. Okay, yeah. Just he making was, sure. Just yeah, making when sure. he's like he executed him. Someone's like, you know what? I mean, he got that name for a reason. Selim, Selim the Grim. They're like next year is probably not going to be my year anyway. So yeah, and I don't even know how you like have enough uh, like anger. Applicants. No, no, oh. anger and like be like. Three, three. I mean, thirty thousand is not that much, I guess. But I mean, just to think about, like, what did these people do to deserve that? Is he just like, ugh, like, you're just pissing me off? Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. So, beheading was the most popular form of execution for any lower class citizen, but for sultans and higher ranking officials, they believed that bloodshed was an insult and would instead find an alternative via strangling. Ah, that's fine. Except for the one instance. Oh, this is so weird. Except for the one instance in which a 
uh, teenage Sultan Osman II in May of 1622 suffered an excruciating death by compression of the testicles at the hands of an assassin known as Pelivhen, the oil wrestler. Oh, so Turkey the, slippery hands, huh? <laughs> Turkey's national sport is oil wrestling. Okay. I mean, if is you it watch, still? Yes. If you watch Anthony Bourdain, they have like a giant oil wrestling uh, like tournament every year. Yeah. And one of the rules is you can grab them by the genitals. Oh yeah. Why to not? like gain leverage and you know, but I, I I read this interview where some guys like it's it's a lot harder to grab the genitals than you think. So it's oh, not yeah, something that a bunch that, of slippery danglers. But this guy was also an assassin, so it's like you know he he's he going, knows how to grab those danglers. Well, I just he's also trying to kill him, so he's probably just. But um, see, I, I just didn't know you could die from getting exactly right. which brings me to my next point because like blood clot i did shit? research into it yeah um in 2012 a 42 year old uh, shop owner in henine china died after a woman <clears> squeezed <throat> his testicles too hard during a sidewalk altercation whoa so he died during that and then it also in 2014 a 17 year old kid went into cardiac arrest when his friend squeezed his balls as a schoolyard prank jesus so they believe That's that prank they believe that um uh, at least for the 17-year-old kid, they said he was too young to go into cardiac arrest, but they think that he had maybe other health problems. And He drank a lot of Red Bull? It was just, I don't know, maybe, but it was just like a shock to his system where he he went into cardiac arrest. And the 42-year-old, man, I don't even know how that happened. I think they said that, you know, most people just faint, but you can... You well, were... the closest thing, he probably got into action and just... What? He just popped. The... F- what are you talking about? Do you, lady, lady was grabbing for his, uh, his danglers. Do you he, think that you die after you have sex? Like a praying mantis? Do you not? I thought, that's, I thought that was like the whole thing. I am so angry right now. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep on moving. So I'm you, sorry. I didn't know your sex you, involved ball strangling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're saying that he got his balls touched and died because he got so happy. It's possible. That's not possible. He could have just, you know, gone that long without any uh, physical. And I don't think he's that happy in a in a sidewalk altercation with this lady. He's probably. I mean, that's a cheap shot. You don't that could do be that. His thing. You don't do that. But at the same time, like, it's a sidewalk altercation. You gotta do what you gotta do. And uh, so you can die from ball squeezing. Apparently, don't wow. try it at home, kids. So now, with the vast number of executions taking place, one would think that the sultan would have the job of executioner assigned to a person as such. But that was not the case. The job of executioner was held instead by the Sultan's Bastanki Basha, or or head gardener. No, oh, that's easier to say. Which is a which is a very weird dual job. Or it's almost like the equivalent of being like this was not. It's it's a perfect example of this was not in my job description. He's just like, I came here, but I actually kind of was at the time. So the Ottoman Corps of Gardeners uh, being a sort – they were a 5,000-strong bodyguard like group that aside from cultivating the sultan's paradise gardens doubled as uh, customs, uh, inspectors, and police officers. Uh, These gardens would – these gardeners would do things like uh, sow condemned women into weighted sacks and drop them into – where they dropped them into they uh they dropped them into the bosphorus river as well as execute 280 women in uh ibrahim the mad's harem which is a like a sex house um he killed 280 women in this guy's harem 
per his request, just so he could have the pleasure of picking out new successors. I mean, let's just say this. It's Salem the Grim and Ibrahim the Mad. Like, yeah. they don't have great rulers. Um, yeah, so these gardeners were much more than gardeners at this point. Yeah. Um, like I said, executions were extremely popular with the Sultan, and no one was safe, not even royal companions of the Sultan. But there was one way for a royal officer to escape the Sultan's wrath, and this is the thing that drew me to this story. I built okay. I built the execution story all around this particular, I was going with it. this particular incident that they would use as part of an execution. Um, beginning in the in the late eighteenth century, it became the custom that a condemned grand visor, which is like a, a higher up, mm-hmm. would escape his fate by beating the head gardener in a race through the palace gardens. Oh yeah. So the head gardener basically was <laughs> the strongest and fastest and biggest guy out of all the gardeners, basically, because <laughs> his job was to strangle the life out of these people. <laughs> So you have to have like a big guy to do it. Oh, it's it's just uh. so it's it, he was he was really quick and agile. And most of the people like the visors because only if you're a higher up would you get the chance to race for your life. And by that time, you're probably an older guy. Yeah. So and this guy's probably younger and stronger and faster. So yeah, you got to be like a real real beast. Yeah. So. The official – this is crazy. This is another funny thing. The official would be summoned to a meeting with the head gardener, and after exchanging greetings, the visor would be handed a cup of iced sherbet. Like, like, like the ice cream? Yeah, like sherbet. Okay. <laughs> if it was white, the sultan had granted him a reprieve. If it was red, he was to be executed. Oh shit! I got cherry again. You never want to see the red sherbet. That's what, that's why to this day I don't eat red sherbet. Yeah, makes sense. What's the white sherbet? Coconut. P- what did they have back then? Because it's not going to be vanilla, right? Because sherbet's no, typically sh- like it's, a, it's a like iced a, fruit. It's usually a fruit. Not vanilla is a flower. Well, what was the I red sherbet? Cherries, you think? Cherry, strawberry, Do they pomegranate. Have, I mean, I don't know. This is probably turkey. Is there what what fruits grow in Turkey? It could be dragon fruit. It could be. It could be like one. Of, it could be a fruit that we don't even have anymore. That's true. But it's, I'm still just impressed that they're making sherbet. Yeah, I'm still. Uh, that that caught me off guard. That made me wonder. Wait, what year is this again? I just think it's so funny that like there's a chef back there just like making a bucket of red sherbet, and he's like, yeah. making the death sherbet. It's I can the just death see, sherbet. Yeah, I can see like six people doing like the. Like, you know, telephone, like, running through, like, a little kid running through. It's red this time. And yeah. there's, like, some old guy. Like, Ooh, he, he got he, the golden ticket. He, he, he got walks, the red and He walks to the crowd. He tells this other guy, it's the red one. And it just keeps going. And, and then the chef's just eagerly waiting with both of them ready. Well, now you have to make the sherbet really, really good, right? Because it's the last thing this guy's so. ever going to eat. You put a lot more effort into the red sherbet than well, you do in the white. Well, here's the thing. Did, it's basically the last meal. Do you do? Are they allowed to eat the sherbet? What do if the you, sherbet? I do even want to eat the sherbet. What if the sherbet is the same as the white one? It just has straight up blood mixed in from the last guy. <sighs> Fuck. Then you don't want to eat the sherbet. You might. But not. as soon as he, as I'm sorry, but what? A, what an awful thing to threaten someone's life with sherbet. Yeah, it's just it's, the, it's, even if you don't even know what sherbet is, the name alone is just like fuck. Maybe okay. sherbet in Turkish sounds more medicine than yeah. sherbet in English. But as soon as the person would see the red sherbet. The visor would start sprinting immediately. Yeah. Because he knew the race was on. So they wouldn't even taste the it. Maybe it's the best thing. The heat is on. No, I, I think he'd probably drop it. 
Yeah. I'd throw it at the guy who handed it to me just to like buy myself three more diversion. seconds. Yeah. yeah. So the visor would, or the higher up guy. I would take it with me. You're like running and eating. A little, a little sugar high. And throwing up. Hey, like sugar back then is like a Red Bull now. <laughs> if it was blood, then you're fucked. <laughs> um, but the visor would sprint through the palace gardens, darting between shady cypress trees and rows of tulips, presumably watched by hidden eyes behind uh, graded uh, harem windows. Or is it harem? I don't know. It's the whorehouses, basically. Uh, so people would probably be watching because I would definitely be watching that. I'll tell you that much. That's, yeah. that's, that's it pay- ain't my sherbet. That's pay-per-view material right there. Yeah. So the goal was to get to the uh, the fish market gate on the other side of the palace. If the visor reached the gate before the head gardener, he would merely be exiled instead of executed. Okay. Uh, they would put him on like an island or they would just make him get the hell out of like the Ottoman Empire and yeah. any place over there. Uh, but the head gardener was younger and stronger and would usually be waiting with his silk cord. So I think higher ups, they, they, they use a silk cord, but I, I always pictured like to strangle somebody. Yeah. Okay. So I, but I always p- kind of pictured them just like using their hands because it takes a little bit out of it if you're using a. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I'm a man. If I was going to strangle someone, I would do it with my own hands on a cord. I'm but, not a coward. But you also get more leverage with the silk cord. Yeah, and but, it's, I mean, it's, it's just so, higher. It's, it's like, it's a little bit higher echelon where it's like, it's less barbaric, maybe. I don't know. It's someone's life. I want to give them the dignity of being like, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna use my own hands, not yeah, not this little silky cord. Yeah, but like it's weird because at that point you're just like, man, okay, well we don't want to cut off their heads. Okay, we'll strangle them because that's there's no bloodshed. It's like, but you know, shit, cut my head off. Don't it's kind of intimate because then if you're strangling them, you have to face the front, right? Yeah. And so this, with the cord, daddy. with the cord, they can get it from behind. Yeah, you know, and you can strangle anyone from any angle. I mean, yeah, but it's a lot harder. I wouldn't know. I don't. You don't know. Let's stop that. Um, still, a few visors did make it, including Hasi Salih Pasha, the last visor to face a death race. He was the last one to face the death race. Okay, and he beat uh, the gardener yeah, there. And on a good note, they probably killed the gardener after that. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, probably. And he was widely congratulated, and later became a uh, pro- provincial governor. So, okay. but um, I'll, I'll end with this last little bit right here. Ali Pasha was an Ottoman Albanian ruler. So he basically controlled Albania, but it was a part of the Ottoman Empire in 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 you know overarching. Okay. So um, he was a ruler who decided he wanted absolute power and to be an independent ruler, and went against the Ottoman central government. So he just wanted to control Albania. He just wanted he didn't want the Ottoman Empire there anymore, and the Ottoman Empire was like fuck that that's not flying. Yeah. So obviously this ruffled some feathers. So the government sent an army against him. And after two years of fighting, Pasha had lost most of his fortifications, so he decided to open negotiations with the government, which is something that's really – like it, it's shitty because you're on the downside now, and now all of a sudden you're like, okay, I want to open negotiations. Yeah. Like, do you think this is going to go well? Yeah. Like so when he showed up at Montessori of St. Pantelimon with the promise of a full pardon, he then realized – it was a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. So uh, now high-ranking officials of the sultan were known to face execution with quiet grace because they prided themselves on their obedience. 
which is like uh, apparently when most of these guys were, were said to get strangled, they walked up and they got the red sherbet and then they, they would, I'm not even kidding. They said they would get down like on their knees and be like, you may have my head or something like yeah. that. They would just like accept it. They I wouldn't mean, even try to run. Most of them were old anyway. So I, yeah. I think most of them were I just guess like, that makes sense. just like strangle me or whatever. Yeah. So they, they did it with like grace and stuff like that. But Pasha did not like that. Well, he wasn't like that because apparently, like, obviously, I think he thought he's going to get a full pardon, and then they yeah. kind of caught him off guard. So when Pasha was asked to surrender for beheading, he famously proclaimed, my head will not be surrendered like the head of a slave, and kept fighting till the end at the age of 82. Fuck yeah. But this is where it's weird. I don't get this. He, They weren't able to strangle him because he was fighting so much, um, but he was he was shot. But the problem was, it, it kept saying on, on numerous articles I read and numerous like historian websites, it said he was shot through the floor of his home. Yeah. I, I don't know. Were they crawling underneath his I house? I would say there's an assassin just waiting for him with a gun, found a little, little hole, maybe well, like a little knot in his floorboard and had the you know, well, right two there. things would happen. I, I think that maybe he locked himself in a house, so they crawl underneath and shot like in yeah. like you know the crawl space, or yeah. he just was on a second story and they just started firing through the yeah. through the floor and, and those are both and hit acceptable. Him. Yeah. So, um, so he got shot, yeah. and uh, and basically they cut off his head yeah. and sent it to the sultan on a literal silver platter. Hell yeah! But to this day, you can still go to Albania. And you can go to the house, and the bullet holes are still in the floor. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, if, if you guys are ever in Albania, you want to see where... Uh, you should get some red sherbet. Ali Pasha. Yeah, go get some red sherbet. I wonder if the sales are really bad. I wonder if it's like white cherry sherbet. I mean, the white cherry is probably the white one, and the red cherry is the red one. Right? I'm sorry, what? Do they only have cherries in Turkey? What are you talking about? You just said... You are just talking about white cherry sherbet. What the fuck are you... Yeah, I bet the the sales of red sherbet are awful. So like, I bet they have like white strawberry. Sorry, I, I white cherry. Well, you said white cherry, so I thought you were talking about. Remember, you're asking. You're like, what is the white made out of? Yeah, maybe that's white cherry, and the and the red one is red cherry. And the guy's like, I don't like cherry, cherry at all. <laughs> I don't I'm like, allergic to cherries. He's like, he doesn't. He's like, well, you fucking getting cherry, you yeah. know? Yeah. Do you think that one guy got the red sherbet? And I was like, I don't like the red. You could still kill me, but can I have the white sherbet? Yeah. Can I just try both, please? <laughs> My dying wish. Can I just get a scoop of both, please? I've been dying to know what they taste yeah. like. So. What if they just got a bowl with like a scoop of each? Just yeah, to, like, just, just to fuck with the guy. He's like, well, which one is it? And he's like laughing. He like pulls the white one out and eats it. He's like, oh. It's pink sherbet. And he's like, we mixed them together. You're not necessarily going to die, but you're not going to like what's happening there. You're allowed to race, but we are going <laughs> to kneecap you before. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the Ottoman Empire. I mean, they, they obviously have way more of a history. I mean, they ruled for so long. Yeah, it's a, that was a long empire. So uh, they have way more stories of weird executions. But this is so interesting. Just like, I mean, it's kind of like the ultimate, if you were going to get executed and someone's like, you're going to die, like, this is basically trial by combat except it's trial by race through the garden i would sign up for him I'm with a cup of fuck. with a cup of sherbet in your hand I'm fast as fuck. you're not as fast as the gardener i am no nope. i guarantee you not only is the gardener sleeping with your wife but he's also going to strangle you so and, and beat you in a foot race and he's younger and stronger than you so yeah. i mean 
moral of the story, don't try to be the... Don't try to be a person in the Ottoman Empire. I guess so, yeah. Like, that's the thing where it's like, even if you were like a lower class citizen uh, or like a higher class citizen who was friends with the Sultan, like he just, he was kill happy. He was just yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you're dead. But would you rather get decapitated or strangled? That's the real I question. I would definitely uh, decapitate. Really? A lot faster. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I feel like that would hurt more. Like strangulation, maybe you just like pass you, out. You want to fade into death? I mean, not just a. They say your head. They say your head uh, is life like. Yeah, but if you're not attached to your body, you can't really feel that much pain. It might sting around the neck. I don't know. It's just grosser. Like I think it's you have way more cooler. But you have more dignity if you get strangled than if you're like, like you know, your, know. your head's on the floor, and then somebody picks you up, and they're like, "Oh, here's your head." I don't know. That's kind of degrading. Instead of like a like a poor limp body laying on the ground, all weird. Yes. Yeah. Nah. Oh, I like how you just tried to like make my nah, my chop. side worse. No, it is clearly worse nah. to be like head headless and chop like, my head off and send it to Mars. Some guys walking around with your head grabbing you by the hair, and the other guys just like you're just hey, dead. You're on the floor dead. So. People people remember that severed head better than they will remember that that pathetic little crumpled body on the ground. <laughs> I don't know. I can't argue with you on this. This is like I feel like you're not going to change. You know, fine. I'll well when when the Ottomans when come the to take comes, America, yeah. I'll tell them that you want your head cut off, and I'll just I, and I I'll got, let them know. Strangle him a, as slow as I, you can. I got a fucking silk cord. You have a sharp blade. Okay, remember that. Remember that when when yeah. you're when you're watching the blade come down. I mean, if you want to fight, I'll take a sharp blade, and you can take a silk cord, and we'll see who wins. Well, this is not a fight. I'll race you though. <laughs> I'll fucking race you. All right, we can race. I'll race you. Okay. I'm. I have a shorter stride, but I am very agile, and I could turn a corner of a bazaar quicker than you could say "shnupapushnuksha." Yeah, that was Turkish for red sherbet. For I don't know <laughs> Turkish. <laughs> it sounded more of like an alien language, but I'll put anyway. money on that race. Yeah. So I'll put my fucking life on it. <laughs> I wouldn't let you do that because I don't want you to die. All right, so let's move on to my story. You're not going to beat me in a race. I have the last word. Okay, you can tell your story now. <laughs> I would annihilate Just shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut so up. Bad. It wouldn't even be fucking close. Yeah, right, dude. <clears throat> All right. You have bad knees. I have bad knees, bad hips, and bad ankles, and I would still roast your no, ass. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. We'll, fi- we'll settle this one day. Okay. But we have to go to... We have to go to Turkey first. We have to re- – how cool would it be to recreate that race? They're like, no running in the gardens, please. I know, right? <laughs> All right. We're moving on. Let's talk about war, okay? Mm. We're going to do a little war it's talk. It's the only thing here. I really know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, about World War Two, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's a little – It's we're not talking so much about the war itself. It's more like a little side project of the war. But you what? know, oh, I think World War Two is a side project of the war. I'm like, no, that was the war. No, what no, no, are you no, talking no. about? What we're talking about is, but it's common knowledge. But like, what World War Two was, don't feel like I need to go too far into. You know, German Nazi. Yeah, or we all Nazi know. Germany. We know the guy's name. Yeah, all that stuff. And but like all wars, this one had its very dark secrets because sometimes to win wars. You have to get your hands real dirty. Mm, yes, yes, like yes. real, 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 real. Fucking I mean, dirty. we all know about the 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 bomb. Yes, this is this that is honestly maybe. I'm not gonna say anything's worse than something else because it's all terrible. It's all pretty bad. Yeah, but um, I also would like to correct that. Um, the side that did this didn't necessarily win the war, but well, you know, it's okay. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about none other than the Japanese unit 731. Mm, yes, no, I don't. That no, you don't know about this one. No, for once in this entire podcast history, Tobin doesn't have to pretend like he doesn't know what I'm ta- talking okay, about. Okay, that's not every single time. I just know a lot of weird <laughs> shit because I like yep. I liked it before I started this podcast, so I do a lot. You're of gonna be really surprised by this one because it's it's a really honestly it kind of sucks, but it's a really really crazy thing that I'm not gonna be able to go into every detail about because it would be like. It would give you nightmares. Well, that too. It's something I wouldn't want to talk about for that long, but it could honestly, like, you could probably talk about this this unit seven thirty one for like eight hours. I wonder if, really if yeah, to. I wonder if they have any like good documentaries on them. Oh, I, see, I don't know if they be. did yet, there but I'm be. just assuming. Oh, so you just buckle down. Let me hear. So, unit seven thirty one was in charge of a co- covert biological and chemical warfare research and a developmental unit. Of the Imperial Japanese Army that really took lethal human experimentations to a new world. Oh, no. Like, it's it's bad. It's When I hear experimentations, I mean, I just think of, like, and especially, like, uh, Japan and stuff, I'm thinking of, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I'll let you, I'll let you bring it up. Yeah. So, um, there is a mixture of Japanese and Chinese in this, mm-hmm. and so I'm probably going to butcher a lot of it. I know I probably say every time. You I'm always say it. that. You but call it's you true, David the Butcher, because it's I don't know any Chinese or Japanese, and yeah. So this unit was located in Pingfang, in the Pingfang district of Harbin, which is now northeast China. Okay, and the unit had an official name of the Epidemic Prevention and Water Purification Department of Kwantung Army. So they were supposed to make sure that all the water for the Chinese government or just the citizens was was clear was uh, not not contaminated. No, oh, that would that's what they wanted you to think was going on, but that is very far from oh, what was actually. They happening. give you the old uh, the the cute or the boring name, so yes. you don't even look into it. You yeah, know? yeah. The only thing is maybe ec- epidemic prevention. Mm-hmm. But but it, it sounds like they're they're trying to you know help instead of harm. Oh, uh, eh, I mean you could you could boil down. We'll get into what they did, but you, I mean you could technically boil down what they did to like be like, oh yeah, we're trying to help. But mm. the yeah okay. So this unit was under control of General Shiro Ishi, who was a uh, combat medic officer in the Kwantung Army, and was also a huge piece of shit. <laughs> They're like, Side note. What's his name again? His name is Shiro Ishii. They're like, Mr. Shiro Ishii. He's like, it's a doctor. I didn't go to school for seven years. And like, you are a piece of shit. Yeah. That's, that was the qualification that made him a piece of shit where he demanded yeah. to be called doctor. Yeah. So what was the point of this covert group? Well, they were in charge of figuring out how bad the chemical weapons they used or made would affect the human body in different series of tests that would involve temperatures... Oh. Genders, oh. races, oh. and all ages. Ooh. Okay. Wow. That's the last one hurts the most. Yeah, that's why. That's why I typed that one up last. <laughs> um, it was also researched on how to possibly like treat these said illnesses. Um, but a lot of these tests were just kind of like Hail Marys of this like, oh, let's see what happens if we do this. Okay. Like kind of bullshit. That's just like, why? Like you didn't need to test that. 
Like, it's like you kind of already knew what like was no going to happen. Yeah. Like you knew death was going to be the outcome or a horrible maiming, but you're just yes. like, well, we need to know how much of it to use to really kill you and make yeah. sure you're like – it's like fucked up shit like that. They're like, oh, he's got a common cold. Let's see what happens if we put his hand into a blender. Do they do that? They don't do that, but they get pretty goddamn close. Okay, let me hear. <laughs> so the real – so okay, now – okay. A question is who are they testing on? Because they're doing terrible things. It's not like people are signing up for this shit. I already right? know. Who? Criminals. You but, wish. But that you also said gender, sex. I mean, that's the same thing. Gender, age, race, and uh, what was the last one? All ages. All ages, yeah. So, I mean, I said age, but um, yeah, I don't that's know. Fine. So, basically, war criminals, because it's during war, so they could get some white guys in there. They could use some criminals. They need Asian people. They had some prisoners of war, um, but the main test subjects they would they would have were people that they gathered from surrounding uh, camps and like villages. Oh my god! So they're just like taking their own people and being like, "Okay, you, you, you." Like yeah. they're not even taking people who I well, don't want to say people was, who deserve this, it. But. This was the Japanese, and they were in China. Oh, okay. But it was also kind of a thing like they they weren't. I don't think they wanted to be like considered enemies. Okay. So it wasn't like a thing of war. Like it wasn't supposed to be like, you know, taking the enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the worst parts of this story, to me at least, is that they would refer to the test subjects as logs. Like a tree? Like yes, a like a tree. Ugh. And a joke that the staff would crack all the time. A lot would of jokes be... going on there. A lot of, yes. lot, of, lot of jokes. Yeah. One of the jokes they would say would be, how many logs fell today? Mm, that's fucked. referring to how many of the test subjects died and to make it worse the the camp was hidden in plain sight and was told to officials that it was a lumber mill oh that like they're having way too much fun with like yeah. the names and they're like oh, aren't we so secretive and clever and like yeah. fucked up and the original name of the like the study like the camp mm-hmm. was this one is not Japanese or Chinese. This would be a German word, which was Holzklotz, which um, is German for log. Oh, okay. So they're just like really going for the log thing right yeah. now. So part of this camp study were largely done by vivisection, which we have discussed vivisection before. Yeah, we have. Is that when you're cut in half? So vivisection, the definition is surgery conducted for experimental purposes on a living organism oh that's what it is yeah yeah so it's not you can vivisect anything that's living like a mouse a dog a human but it has to be alive yeah it's a living subject (sighs) gross yes and like many war camps these vivisections were done typically with or without any form of anesthesia yeah, and, they're not going to waste that on you. Yeah, and it would it would almost always end in the death of the test test subject. Oh, man, unfortunately, at the station, they did not have any sympathy for the innocent or the young, killing men, women, children, and even infants. <sighs> That's fucking awful. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's easy when it's not like your own people and like you're like you're building like a caricature of who they are, and you're not, yeah. you know, it's it's bad, but like still. War is hell, you know? Yeah. That's so bad. That is so fucking bad. Yeah. That's so, that's, that's on par with, um, what's his name? The uh, World War II doctor um, who would, you know, uh, Mengele. 
Mengele who would like take twins and stuff like that. Joseph Mengele. I don't know this one. Oh, he was like a uh, he would like I think he worked mainly at Auschwitz and he okay. would like find twins. He'd find people with blue eyes or like he'd yeah. find weird things about people and then do like experiments on them and stuff like that. It's like really fucked up shit. Oh, he would have been at home with this place. Yeah, vivisect and <clears throat> you know, yeah, do all that kind of stuff. So with their uh, test subjects. They would infect them with any form of chemical warfare, like weapons, and then they would cut them open to see the effects on different body parts. The prisoners would have their limbs amputated just to, like, watch blood loss. So they'd basically cut someone's arm off and just be like, let's watch them bleed out and die. And sometimes, sometimes they would be like, hey, let's cut off, you know, both arms, both legs. And then reattach them, but on the wrong side of the body. Are you fucking kidding me? No. So they'd be like, cut both your arms off and then put your left arm on the right and your right arm on the left. That's not even going to work. I mean, it, it's not even going to work if you get like, if you cut off someone's right arm and then try to attach it back. Like the tendons are like, they need to, yeah. like you need to. It's not easy to do the right way. each yeah. one and like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, it seems like it seems like they got too much government funding and they didn't know what to do with it and they're like, oh, well, let's um, you know, like that I, I mean, I mean, they they were just taking people at will and just mutilating that them. That doesn't even make sense. That's what I was saying. It was a complete hail mary of just like medical science nonsense. Jesus. So some subjects would um, have their stomachs surgically removed and then <sighs> have their esophagus no uh, reattached straight to their intestines just to see what happened. Oh my god. Which, you know, has nothing to do with warfare. It's not like they're like, oh, damn, our stomachs are getting taken out again. We no, need to see what happens when that happens. Yeah. It almost seems like they're just trying to do this for, like, torture techniques at yeah. this point. It's just like, go for it, assholes. You know, that makes sense. God damn it. But the vivisection um, was just a part of their very large testing facility. They okay. had a lot more going on. Oh, God. So the next thing they worked on was, uh, like, germ warfare. Okay. The prisoners were taking were they were taken and injected with various diseases but they were always told that they were getting vaccinations. Oh, that's even worse cuz you're just like, "Oh, no, no, it's yep. fine." Just some good old malpractice in the name of science, isn't that? Isn't that fun? So it's hard to get them to uh get a needle into their <laughs> arm if you're like trying to run away and fight like you can't, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, some prisoners, male and female, would be given infections like syphilis and gonorrhea and they were studied because sadly it was a very common thing for the soldiers to contract STIs while raping people in war. Mm. And it became a thing Damn, like... Damn, man. You're going heavy on this episode. But this is... I <laughs> I, was, I told you this is really fucked up. Yeah, and, it is. you know, this is something that happened, mm-hmm. which is the worst thing about it. Yeah. Um, so this one is wild to me. Just on the record, I probably would like... I'd probably rather get gonorrhea than like any... like. Oh, syphilis rots your brain. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, isn't gonorrhea like treatable and or like I don't know. It's it's not as bad as it sounds. And like I mean, they're probably injecting other people with like yellow fever and like smallpox and yeah. stuff like that. So yes. I mean, but the, it, it's just it's fucked up that the main purpose of their research was because their soldiers, like so many of their soldiers, were getting gonorrhea from like raping the same people, basically. <sighs> and that's a that and, and it wasn't you know. I'm not going to say it was, like, their soldiers, but, like, just soldiers in general. Like, that was that was a common thing. Yeah. People I mean, don't talk about it, but that was – that happened 
and could technically still be happening now. Like, I mean, I mean, technically now they have war crimes and stuff like that. Where like yeah. some sometime back then they didn't. I mean, some of them probably don't get uh, de- you know reported anyway. But yeah, yeah, there's like there's stuff in place where you can't do certain things, kill civilians. Oh kill, yeah, yeah. Like, but it still happens. People. Yeah, it's yeah. I've seen some yeah. of those uh, Vietnam movies and yeah, it's bad. So this one was really wild to me. I mean, they're all like crazy, but. So it was reported that the Unit 731 was also responsible for creating weapons such as the Plague of Fleas. Okay, that sounds terrifying. Yes. So they had fleas that they were that they injected the plague into and then Black Plague? Yeah. Uh, that's how they originally got over here on the rats on the boat. Yep. And they would um so the idea was like you just like throw these fleas and they just wipe out villages. And it's believed that while testing the fleas, it was responsible for the deaths of thousands of people in the testings because they would fly over really low and just just drop like canisters. You... Oh, okay. So it wouldn't it wouldn't be an explosion. It's te- like I think they referred to it as a bomb, mm-hmm. dirty bomb. Yeah, but there would be no actual explosion. It would just be like basically like a canister full of fleas that had the plague, and it was That's... responsible for killing thousands of people. That's honestly like. More terrifying. I, I was picturing them flying over, and it just like started raining fleas down or something like that, yeah. which is more terrifying than the canister. Probably harder to do. Yeah, <clears throat> if a if a gust of wind picks up and blows them back into the ship, you're yeah. fucked. I mean, back into the airplane. <laughs> Hopefully. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, Jesus Christ, like that's just like cruel. It's like the whole smallpox blankets things that uh, yeah. we did to the Native Americans. You yep. know, it's like damn, that's yeah. not cool. Yep. Very not cool. So That's many, an understatement, I think. Yeah. Know? It's like real lame. That's super not cool, guys. Yeah, not Super it not off, cool. Man. That's not cool. So many parts of World War II were fought in places of extreme cold and harsh weather conditions. And so the unit decided, hey, let's do tests on frostbite. Oh, no. Which, you know, not given their track record, that's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Your soldiers are probably going to get frostbite. Like, let's think of good ways of solving it. But they didn't. Um, so this was ran by a guy named Yoshimura Hisatao, Hisatao, mm-hmm. and he conducted some crazy ass fright by frostbite experiments. Um, he would take the prisoners outside and he would take them to a, like a lake or a body of water that was frozen over. He would dip different limbs. He would dip every limb. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd take people and be like, you're going to be like, the left arm, you're going to be the right arm, you're just going to be a hand, you're going to be a foot, you're going to be the whole leg, you're mm-hmm. going to be like like that kind of, like, they tested every part of the body. And, um, but, like, what, what would they do with the frozen parts? I'm going to do a uh, quick quote from exactly what he did. I don't want to hear him. Frozen arms, when struck with a short stick, emitted a sound resembling that which a board gives when it is struck are you fucking kidding me so they're 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 freezing these people's arms and then smacking them with a stick they were doing any form of like abuse basically so like i'm pretty sure they would shoot them oh my god yeah they would like throw grenades at them and shit like they would do anything that they could possibly encounter in war while they were frozen and yeah wow and they'd even do it to babies and stuff Mm. Yep. And the list keeps going. Yeah, I bet. I bet they didn't stop there. Yeah. Female Why would they? Female prisoners would be raped until impregnated <sighs> to see what would happen with the other tests like with a mother. So it's like they wanted they would basically everything I've said they would do 
with prisoners that they um they would have impregnated so it'd be like they would give the lady syphilis and then be like is the baby born with syphilis give the lady the plague and be like is the baby born with the plague like that kind of stuff you make this so hard to make this a funny podcast right now no this isn't this is there's no humor in this, <laughs> this at all. Is, this is hard but this is like something that you know like i said earlier this is something that happened that people don't yeah. know about and it's pure insanity yeah it's pretty crazy and uh, so the chemical and scientific experiments would not be the only types of tests. They would also test, you know, already well-known weapons of war, like grenades and okay. bombs. And the way that they would like to test explosives was uh. they would tie people to um, basically like like poles. Yeah. And they would have them stuck every couple of feet and then throw a grenade and be like, at what point does the grenade hit people? kind of thing so you got like five people every five feet and it's like oh yeah number three didn't really get hit with the grenade too bad like only lost like a leg or something god damn it and they would do it with bombs too with like larger like so there'd just things. be it'd be like a, a distance thing where they have like yeah, a guy who's to, really close a guy who's like halfway there yeah who, they want to see how far the damage just is put done. me as close as you can to the grenade please yeah or as far or as far yeah but um i mean you're still probably gonna hit with some shrapnel yeah um, can I, I, I want to mention this because since we're, th- this reminds me of, um, uh, uh, there's a gentleman, I'll, I won't say his name, but I used to work with him when I worked at a grocery store, uh, in Southern California and he was an older gentleman and he was in Vietnam Yeah, and he told me that one thing that they would do and that what he saw, he was a POW Yeah, and he's like, one thing I saw is that they would, um, they would take, uh, these women, these women, each POW got like their own like um, caretaker or servant or something okay. like that because they didn't want the POWs to die. They wanted to use them as leverage and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they would emaciate them but not like kill them. And apparently he said that there was if there was like any of them who were like, you know, going against the, the Vietnamese army or something and like, you know, trying to help out the POW more than they should, yeah. they, would, they would kill them. But the way they would kill them is – they would take the palm trees and they would bend them down toward he oh, he told me I this I can kind of see where you're going with this he, they would bend them down uh-huh. and then they would tie their arms yeah uh arms and legs to each palm tree so like right leg right arm to yeah. one palm tree and then the other to the other and then they would cut the palm trees loose so it would, it would like, rip, rip the up. person yeah. in half when Oof. it would go up and i was like oh my god are you serious and he's like yeah, yeah. and then he told me like he ate the soles of his shoes because that was like food he made like tea out of yeah. them and stuff like that and then i was like i won't say his name but i was like can, can i like interview you this is yeah. like something needs is... to be known yeah and then he's like uh, no i don't i don't like to think about yeah. it i don't like to talk about it i won't ever talk about it yeah and i was like oh I, I totally i totally understand yeah. that i but... i only knew one person um like well that was in vietnam and he suffered from, um, I believe he he had he suffered from like chemical exposure from uh, uh, Agent Orange. Agent Orange, and I'm pretty sure he lost some kids from that. Like they they died in childbirth, and then like yeah. he, the the kids who were born had severe disabilities. It, it fucks up your like reproductive. It fucks up like your offspring more oh, than yeah. anything. Like it, it obviously it fucks you up, but like that's the main thing it's like known for is like having offspring with like oversized heads, bulging eyes. Yeah. Their spine wasn't formed. It's like yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. awful. 
All right, I'm almost done here, so let me wrap this one up. <laughs> I'm exhausted right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. my goodness. So these stories keep going, and like I said earlier, like we could seriously talk about this shit forever because they did some really bad stuff that I didn't even talk about. I this. can see why they kind of haven't made a documentary about this. <laughs> there, there were way worse things that I didn't talk about. Oh, really? Yeah. And, I guess go uh, do your own independent research, but we're trying to keep it really yeah. sad, but not yeah. that sad. Yeah. Jeez. So the most fucked up part of the story to me, you want to hear this? Oh, that, the, the, we're, we haven't even peaked yet? To me, this is the worst part. Okay. At the end of all these tests and at the end of the war, the truth came out and like people realized what they were doing there. And um, what do you think happened to the guys that conducted all these tests? Like the people in charge. Hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say they got away without any um, repercussions, or they became even higher than they were, and they they started running the government or something like that. Yeah. So the United States would grant them all immunity for exchanging the data of the tests, and they went on to live their lives. I think one of them became like a professor. God fucking damn it! Yeah. I like how we always end up being pieces of shit along with these people. It's like. <laughs> god yep. damn it are you serious yeah why couldn't you just pull a a turkish a turkish uh what do you call it? A, a, a turkish double cross tell them that they got immunity get them to the to place, race through get, a garden no full get the, of nettles no remember the guy they got to uh <laughs> the, and they're like oh yeah let's have a conversation and they're like no we're gonna kill you and he's like yeah. no <laughs> that's what they should have done yeah they like give us the information i mean do we even need that information like we know I mean, maybe back then. I don't know, man. That's yeah. fucked up. I mean, as awful of things that they did, I'm sure they had some legitimate, like, you know, research into what these chemicals did to bodies. Like, as awful as it is, I mean, it's still information about these things. And it could have, it honestly, some of it could have led to the whole, uh, like, what, what's what's the name of the ban we have at war for, like, no chemical warfare? Like, there's a name for it. Oh, 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 uh, you can't think of it. Yeah. But, but the, you know, like, who knows? Yeah. I mean, the Geneva Convention. It's like yeah. what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do exactly. in war and stuff. Um, but what I was going to say is that also, I mean, we're really not the ones to, this makes it sound like I'm defending those people, but at the same time, like, we did really, really fucked up things during the war too, especially oh, to the Japanese. I'm not trying to say that we didn't. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying that we dropped like an atomic bomb, you know. So, Two. yeah, exactly. So uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, yep. uh, Hiroshima, and like at that point, I think we like we obviously won, but we're not showing up and being like you guys. You know, we really have to punish you now. Like, it's yeah. really hard to be that hypocritical. And then, like, oh yeah. But at the same time, I still think all those guys should have died the way that they killed all those people. Yeah. Slowly, you know. Yeah. But. But yeah, that's my that's my insane fucking story. Wowie kazowie. Oh, and that's bad. Also, they they they're not entirely sure how many people did die because they would incinerate the bodies afterwards. And mm. I don't think they took too much note into like how many people there were, but it it was over like thousand or so. I mean, all you'd have to do is look at how many test subjects they had. They wrote down all of the experiments. I think they would like basically just like give lots of people the same tests and then only like take notes of like interesting things. Like there were people that would just yeah. yeah. So let's end on a depressing note like this. Yeah. I mean, um, buy our T-shirts, buy our coffee mug. <laughs> we got stickers. <laughs> we're definitely not using other people's anguish to entertain. But Jesus, fuck. No, I, 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 that's it for me. That's honestly like 
when I first heard of it, I was like, how the fuck is this not more common knowledge? Because it's so insane. Well, people don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. But like at the it end of the day, at, at the end of the day, you kind of have to bring it up and you got to be like, this is what happened. You're not going to sugarcoat it. Like yeah. every country has done really, really bad things. Oh, for and sure. I think at the end of the day, if you're just not the people doing those bad things and you oppose those people who do those things, like yeah. you're stepping in the right direction. Yeah, so fuck those guys. we all just need to learn to get along and not experiment on each other and do horrible shit like drop atom bombs, you know? It's yeah. like we all come from the same dirt in the ground. Yeah, exactly. We all go back into that dirt. Yep. So, I mean, at the end of the day, love one another. I'm going to kiss you on the mouth right now. No. Kiss Gary. Oh, yeah. I mean. think we haven't really said hey to Gary. Hey, What's Gary? Up, Gary. He's sad now. He doesn't want to talk to us. Yeah. But I guess we'll wrap it up there by saying uh, thank you guys for listening. We yep. always enjoy you guys as uh, as viewers and listeners. Not viewers. Listeners. And uh, go to campstrange.com for all the hyperlinks. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, check out Instagram to see all the pictures and stuff. We're not going to post pictures of of of. I don't. I maybe I don't want maybe to see. some mug shots. I don't of some want. People. I don't want to see those pictures. Yeah. But, um. But on Instagram, we that's our most active one. So go follow us on Instagram. We we, we post can, on. We there. can just post puppy pictures. Yeah, puppy pics. I'll so, send you some Kuma pics. So um. Yeah, and uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. We we love to uh, you know get out there for more people to listen to because people like weird shit and we like telling you about it. So um. Not this specific weird shit. We don't love it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so check us out on all those blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what else to say anymore. I'm flustered. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you guys, um, I guess to wrap this up, all I have to see is say, don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>